Okay, so I'm here for t- on our online pet sales awareness week. I'm here with Lisa Luke. She uh, runs the Muddy Paws Cram campaign, and uh, she interviews people about dog theft. And we're just teaming up and uh, ch- chatting to us to see what her thoughts on things. So, hi, Lisa. Hello, Rick. Hey, so it, it's more mostly aimed this week about online animal sales, but I know you've uh, you, you've worked a lot around dog theft. Have you seen any any link between online animals animal sales and dog theft? Yeah, I mean, I call it a jigsaw puzzle. Um, it's a very very big factor of pet theft. Um, we are aware, of course, that a lot of dogs are stolen for breeding. Um, these people that steal them from breeding are generally the they're either illegally breeding themselves or they're working for illegal breeders. Um, some are taken over to Ireland or just moved around the country to different puppy farms. And of course, most of these people do so online. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And it's, it's so easy to advertise online a stolen dog, isn't it? I think, I think we spotted a few stolen dogs on the. Uh, yes. have, you, have you spotted any? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I look out as much as possible, but, you know, with all the sites there are, and so many dogs on there, um, you know, we, we do kind of tell the owners and the admin of the groups, you know, really, it's their owners to be looking out, because literally, you could be looking from the minute you wake up until the minute you go to bed and more, um, you know, every day, it's just so many, Um trying to think off the top of my head um if i'm aware of any that have well i can't say too much um but one that has recently been reunited um was probably stolen for breeding um i'm unaware exactly where the person bought her from um but there is a police investigation which is why i can't say too much um but yeah i mean stolen dogs will appear online i think the ones that are taken for breeding initially um you know they do them horrible injections and everything to try and induce them to be in season etc it's just horrendous because you know um you know if they can't produce pups or the pups are continuously ill or the mother becomes ill you will generally see that dog then being sold online. Same with a stud dog, you know, if they stop, you know, producing um, for the females to become pregnant, you'll probably find them online as well. Yeah, and I think what we've seen, I don't know about yourself, but normally these stolen dogs what get stole for breeding when they can't breed anymore they normally get reunited with their owner because they're no use because they're normally dumped somewhere and then they're found that, that yeah that's the other thing when they have literally almost bred them to death which is disgusting on every point um yeah i mean we are seeing quite a few dumped at the moment um you know if they can't be sold online and the other thing is uh, no you're you know, I know that you're very aware of this, is a lot of the photos that are shown um, on the selling sites are not the actual dog that they are selling. You quite often see the same picture of a mother and pups turning up different sellers, different types of dogs. And, you know, they just use the, um, can't think of the right word, like stock photos for these. Yeah, we, we've seen that a lot with Google Images and things like that too mm. from there. So we, we've kind of asked websites to, to make a minimum number of pictures of five or six just so it gets mm-hmm. stops at 
taking you know stock photos off Google I think people need to be aware as well you know I mean you know my thing is I want all online sales to stop I want it all banned for every site Um, but I know that will be a long time down the road and what you're doing is fantastic to try and get it regulated firstly but yeah I mean the other clue is when you see say one picture um, you know it can just be a part of a dog um you know look behind the dog as well look at look at the circumstances the dog is in um you know is there grass do you see you you just got to really really look very very carefully and it's all about awareness isn't it rick you know um if someone's selling a dog and it's a loved dog surely they would have photos of the dog in a home with them um, you know, being cuddled with toys, um, looking happy outside. A lot of them you see just held on a short lead, and most of them look blooming petrified. That, that's one thing we have we have seen. I think you would have seen it a lot. Is like uh, in the description it said, "Beloved family pet," and there's one photo on, and it's carrying in a kitchen. Now <laughs> that's not something you should be buying, is it? It's not a beloved family no. pet. And then it's only it's only a bitch aged about four years old, so yeah. it's probably not uh, past breeding or they, they can't breed. They bought it and realised you can't breed it, and they just want a quick sale. Uh, yeah. But going back onto the dog theft uh, as well, I, I watched a few of your Facebook lives and the uh, the really good. Well, I said really good, but the really they they hit the point perfectly. Like these dogs that are being stolen as well, they're affecting people rather like real like like a family loss, aren't they? And, yes. Uh, I think I think what we've seen is people buying offline, and, and like me with Reggie, it's like a, it's like mm-hmm. a, a family that you're losing a member of your family, but it's not too seriously. So can you just explain like what you've seen in, on the emotional side and how this is affecting people? Yeah, I mean one of the reasons that we did the Facebook lives and we will do more is because we want to show the authorities the impact that dog theft pet theft in general is having because you know there are cat thefts as well as we know um the impact on the families is just enormous and it's not just the owners it's the immediate family the extended family um it even affects people looking at you know stolen dogs online i mean i i can't it's a wonder I haven't drowned in my own tears the past year, Rick, uh, since doing Muddy Paws Crime. And, you know, that's nothing compared to what these poor families are going through. It impacts their life horrendously. I mean, a lot of them just can't continue how they were before. And their mind is in turmoil constantly. Uh, you know, I keep saying this, but it's bad enough when your pet passes away. But when you just don't know what's happened, um, you don't know if they're alive, you don't know if they're dead, you don't know how they're being treated. You know, they have feelings too. And this is constant turmoil in the minds of owners and families. It's just horrendous. I just feel for them so much. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the authorities in there. Do you think uh, the obviously MPs and councillors and and the police are doing enough, or what would you no. like to see? And um, do they need to? That, do that, more? That, that's one big fat no. Um, I do help some owners with police, and I do reiterate we were not a lost and stolen dog group, but owners that have approached us are ones that literally have nowhere to turn. They've been through the lost and stolen dog groups. They've been told um, by the police cases are closed or the police won't do anything or they're civil matters. 
um, obviously we'll look at the whole history and say, okay, we can try and help. Or if we really don't feel we can, then obviously we'll be truthful. Um, another thing I need to make clear, this is all voluntarily what we do. We do not charge anything at all. Um, you know, it's done out of love and compassion and because we can see that things need to change. Out of all of the police forces that I've dealt with, which has been nationwide in the past six, seven months, um, I would say 90% of them have not taken the pet theft seriously enough. So that needs to be addressed. People keep saying about the um, amendment to the animal welfare bill, new pet theft law, this, that and the other. It's not going to make a blind bit of difference in my eyes. Um, the reason I say that is because the Theft Act of 1968 has been out since 1968. Uh, dogs at the moment are looked at as property, which is disgusting in itself. However, property does come under the Theft Act and we're not seeing the Theft Act applied. And that does carry a sentence. So I don't think by any amendment, anything is going to be done. Um, there needs to be more training within the police and I know it's all boils down to money there needs to be you know pet theft is a nationwide problem not just for the people that have animals stolen but you've got a nation of people that are scared to walk their dogs they're scared to ha leave their houses with their dogs you know inside going to work it's a nationwide issue and the government needs to realize this and address it I'm sorry, you know I can ramble for all night. Yeah. We start going. I think we're on the same page, aren't we? Like we, we tackle online. We try to tackle online sales, but it's a minefield like everything else. And you say they're mm -hmm. all interlinked. So you know, I think the government just took take one issue and they look at it, they change it, and I think the world will be fixed. But what one one change is going to solve all yeah, this? It, it, it's not going to make any difference at all, unfortunately. And you know, it's groups like ourselves that we need to try and do what we can. Um, to make them listen and, you know, say the Facebook lies, part of the reason of that was to show the impact, um, you know, and I will get round to hopefully getting something together to send to MPs. I'll probably ask for your help on that, but, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's important because it is a nationwide issue. I do feel, I don't know how you feel, but in the past, I would say three, four weeks, I'm seeing the situation getting worse again. I, I think that's what we've seen, and uh, we've been speaking mm -hmm. to. We had a we had a table meeting with websites this week, and uh, they've also said it's it's uh, the, uh, sales advertisements are up. We're having it's another spike, yeah. yeah we've got to find out why, and we've got to get to the root of why and what can be done. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the authorities are not doing it. It's down to the public, unfortunately, to do this in our own time and then present to them you know, for them to act and do something. Same with the police. Um, there's been quite a few cases, which obviously I can't talk about, where they firstly told the owners nothing they can do. Once you start getting things together, put pressure on them, give them a bit of evidence, then they'll sit up and listen, basically doing their job for them. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. And uh, last but not least, we know you've got a couple of petitions out, two petitions. So can you just, uh, well, it, for the last bit, just tell people how they can follow you, get involved with you, and obviously sign your petition, because I think the, a petition, sometimes it's not looked at, but it, sometimes, mm -hmm. like, sometimes, like ours, it, people sit up and listen. So I think it yeah. does raise eyebrows and gets people talking about it, a petition. So it is a really good route to go down. 
So, the, yeah, the first petition um, was through helping owners. I didn't realise that rescues were not licensed um, and regulated. So that is one of the petitions. That is due to expire in May. So I do think we're going to have to rethink on the wording of that, um, especially with what's going on in Ukraine, etc. And a lot of animals coming over. I think we need to sort of revisit that completely. And there's um, a lot of, I feel, puppy farm dogs going through rescues as well and possibly stolen dogs. But that's for another podcast, probably, because mm. I'll be speaking for about another 10, 15 minutes. Um, the recent petition is for mandatory uh, police victim support to be given to owners of pet theft, which is not given at the moment. And it's generally down to the public to support these owners. Um, so that's the recent one. So you can find uh, Muddy Paws Crime on Facebook, um, Muddy Paws Crime. We do have a page which is also linked with our group, Muddy Paws Crime, produced by Leonina Productions. And we do have a Twitter page, Muddy Paws Crime also. That's brilliant, Matt. And I uh, can't thank you enough for joining us uh, today. Oh, no, so. thank you for having me. It's really yeah. appreciated. As long as we work together, let's hope that, you know, some changes can be made. 100%. And uh, for people who's listening, uh, Lisa's also joining us for a Facebook Live for uh, later in the week. And it'll be a longer session. So she'll be expanding on points she's not made tonight. So definitely tune in for that. And uh, but yeah, definitely follow Muddy Paws Graham on Facebook. Thank you, Rick. Cheers. Thanks. Have a good one. And you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.